Hey everybody, thanks for joining Look at the Book again today. Hope you're having a good day today. Today we're going to finish up Acts chapter 20. We're going to look at the uh, second half of Paul's farewell message to the elders. Uh, the last statement we looked at in verse 27 was uh, Paul saying, I have not shunned to declare the whole counsel of God. That should be uh, what we would want from any teacher or preacher. Uh, even if it hurts at times, and obviously we know the truth does hurt at times. It steps on our toes and uh, makes us might make us a little uncomfortable. But uh, our soul is the most important possession we have, and so we should be thankful when there are those who are looking out for our souls and telling us what need we need to be told. Let's pick up with verse twenty-eight and read down to the end of the chapter, verse thirty-eight. Therefore take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church. To shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves, men will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore watch and remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. Yes, you know that these hands have provided for my necessity and for those who were with me. I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak. Remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. And when he had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. They all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spoke, that they would see his face no more. And they accompanied him to the ship. What a big responsibility elders have. Watching over the congregation, according to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17, looking out for the souls of the congregation. How churches today need good leadership. There is so much false teaching in our world, and yet when I read the scriptures, it seems that there was a lot of false teaching in their world as well. Elders are to be shepherds over the church, to keep the church going in the right direction. The church, the church that was purchased with Christ's own blood. You know, sometimes today I hear people say, give me Christ, yes, but the church, no. They put very little value on the church. But how much value did Jesus put on the church? He gave his life for the church, which is his bride. If you're married, how important is your spouse to you? If you treated them the way you treat the church, how much would they know you love them? Not only does he tell them to guard the church, but he gives them a warning that there are going to be some from among their own that are going to try to draw others away with a false truth. Paul says, keep a watch. I've been reminding of you this 
I've been, <coughs> excuse me, I have been reminding you of this for three years. He encourages them to stick with the word, and the word will encourage them and build them up. And it still will for us today. Paul told of how he worked to share the gospel, coveting nothing from anyone, providing for his necessities and for those that were with him. He reminded them of the words of Jesus, it's more blessed to give than to receive. We could do several podcasts just on that sentence alone. I feel I need to answer a question here. Can preachers be paid? Paul himself answered this in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 3 through 14. My defense to those who examine me is this. Do we have no right to eat and drink? Do we have no right to take along a believing wife? as do also the other apostles, the brothers of the Lord, and Cephas? Or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from working? Who goes, whoever goes to war at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat of the fruit? Or who tends a flock and does not drink of the milk of the flock? Do I say these things as a mere man? Or does not the law say the same also? For it is written in the law of Moses, You shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. Is it, is it oxen God is concerned about, or does he say it altogether for our sakes? For our sakes, no doubt, this is written, that he who plows should plow in hope. He who threshes in hope should be partaker of his hope. If we have sown spiritual things for you, is it a great thing we reap your material things? If others are partakers of this right over you, are we not even more? Nevertheless, we have not used this right, but endure all things, lest we hinder the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that those who minister the holy things eat of the things of the temple, and those who serve at the altar partake of the offerings of the altar? Even so, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should live from the gospel. After he said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them. They all hugged, they wept, they wept most of all because he had said he would not see them again. And then they accompanied to the ship to see him off. What a great message. What a great farewell message to these elders from a great preacher and a great teacher. I pray that all of us will have the same bond that Paul had with the churches. That we will grow stronger in the word that we will continue to be on our guard for false teaching, and that one by one we can serve God in a way that's pleasing to him, and that one day we can all hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter in. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time.